Well, welcome back to another episode of Confrontation is a Gift. Today, we're going to be focusing on how risk is involved, and we must take that into consideration. You see, every situation out there is unique, and every single one of those situations has a, a level of risk, and these level of risks vary. And so in order to help you to be able to know when to confront, you need to take into consideration about this risk that you're in. Some of us may be in some very severely abusive situations, which could result in us har them harming us physically or even kicking us out and we're ending up homeless or even with a lot of financial loss or even hurting one of our other loved ones. So this is, it's, it's very important that when we consider and think about confrontation and how we're going to speak up, that we seek the Lord regarding the timing, the words, and possible outcomes. Because in that possible outcomes, we need to be prepared and so that we have a plan in this. Now, I know that damage occurs on the inside when we don't confront. And so it's going to eat us up on the inside when we're in these type of situations. But also we have to consider how on the outside, what damage can occur. And we're, we, there's many losses that can pl take place. And so I want to tell you, this is an important aspect to me. I've been in some situations where it was very, very risky and dangerous. And I've talked to many, many people who have been in dangerous situations in which we even had to plan it out so that they could get out of the situation. And some of these situations were, you know, life or death. Some of them were that they were going to be captured in a way that, that was not, um, would not been good for them, let's put it that way. They're very dangerous people out there. And you may be involved with some very dangerous people. But I want you to know that God is with you and he can help you in every single one of these situations. My point today is that we need to consider the risk that is involved and really look at it and plan it out and seek the Lord. You see, the Lord knows what we're going through. He knows what's uh, in our hearts. He knows how desperately we need to get out of situations. And he also knows how we can confront and he can help us in all of those areas. In one of my counseling sessions, it was a new client that I had. And I had no idea uh, who he was or anything, but this was the first session. And as soon as he came in through, uh, into, through the door to our offices, into the waiting room, I knew immediately there was something really, really dark, very, very evil about this particular person. And when I took him into the, the, my office space, at the time, my chair was on the other side of the room and the door was away from me. And he sat down near where the door was. And what I realized after he sat down is that he, before I could even start anything, start the session, and I typically lead the session, but this, this person, he leaned forward. He looked at me so intently with deep, deep black eyes I knew that I was not talking to a man. 
I was talking to a demonic spirit. And this demonic spirit looked at me and said, I have killed before. And then it just stopped and stared at me, just glared at me. Well, I want you to know that intense fear gripped me. And my first reaction is, how am I going to get out of here? Because I knew this was not a person that I was talking to. This was, like I said, a very evil, demonic spirit. And so I sat there and I started praying on the inside and trying to control the fear that was just permeating over my entire body. And I was trying to control it so that 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 spirit didn't would not be able to see how fearful I was. I sought the Lord and I asked the ministering angels to come into my office. And I asked the Lord to just cover me and give me the peace so that I knew exactly what to say, how to say it, when to say it, because I knew in my spirit that how I responded was either going to cause this thing to attack me or it was going to cause peace to come into that room. You know, it was such an intense situation that I realized too that I had no way of letting anybody know outside the office, my small office space, what was taking place in there and that this person could really hurt me before they could get to me. It really had me... Uh, from that point on, in fact, I changed my entire office around after that and set up some uh, strong protocols as a result of it. But when I sat there and I prayed, I had the Lord, even though the fear was intense inside of me, you know, what I realized is that I needed to just sit there and listen, and I nodded at the person. You see, one of the things that we have to do is that we have to assess the danger when we confront. I wasn't about to confront that man at that particular point because I was assessing the danger and I knew that he could hurt me. And so then what I decided, the number two point that I want to stress here too is that the confrontation must be designed to help the person you, you are confronting receive whatever is necessary so that that danger is reduced. Do you understand what I'm saying? First of all, I assessed and I knew that the danger was great. Number two, I said, okay, Lord, what can I do right now in this situation to reduce this danger and help and move past that demonic spirit so that I could let this person know that he was, I was going to help him. I had to let this person know that it didn't matter whatever threats that were going on, whatever he was given to me was not going to influence my work. You know, it was difficult. I will tell you that <laughs> it was difficult, but I managed to control how my body was re reacting. I managed to control my listening and my body language that re could respond to him in an in a okay way. See, you know what he was looking for? 
He was looking to see if I was going to judge him. If I was going to make some comments toward him about who he was as an individual. And so the Lord allowed me to see beyond whatever that demonic entity was presenting. And so what happened was this individual, because I responded in a particular way and did not engage with the threats at all, what happened was all of a sudden this person switched. He, he kind of sat back, he relaxed, and his whole body language changed. His eyes, even the color of his eyes changed. See, I knew the Lord was at work. Now, I could have gone right after that demon. I could have, because I do that. I'm, I'm in deliverance. So I knew that. But at that particular moment was not the time or the place. And God was revealing some things to me on the inside as I was praying how to manage this man so I could help him. And you know what's amazing about this is that we developed a good relationship and we developed a relationship so that I could help him. And he knew, even though I wondered why he picked a woman to come to and to share this aspect of his life, he was miserable with this. He didn't want this for his life. He didn't want to live this way. He just wanted a normal life. And he wanted, and he actually accepted the Lord as his savior and allowed me to help him and teach him on how the Lord could, could uh, even remove this demonic entity. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing when we take some of these steps and we learn from them. That's why I'm sharing them with you. Yes, we confront, but there's ways that we confront. Now, do I confront the demonic? Yes, I do. And there's times when I will come right after it. But this was not one of those times because the Lord was showing me I, I, something different. He was showing me that what was out front right now in, when, in this man was not who this man really was. He allowed me to see deeper into the man. He allowed me to, to get into those hurts that this man had, which was part of the reasons of why he was doing what he was doing. So please, you're going to have risk involved. But there are some things that we need to learn that the Lord does not always uh, tell us to confront in the same way. He uses different strategies. I want, to, I want you to think about Nathan. Now, Nathan was a prophet and he confronted David. And you got to realize that Nathan was a prophet. He was in the service of David, who was the king. And in 2 Samuel 7, the Lord comes to Nathan and he says to Nathan in the middle of the night, he said, I want you to go to David and I want you to tell him that he's not going to be building God's temple, but rather his son is going to build it. Now, David was in the process of getting all the supplies that he needed. Uh, he, wanted, he wanted to build this temple. But in that particular chapter, he, David accepted the word of the Lord through Nathan. But then we go to later on in chapter 12. And this time, Nathan uh, is sent by the Lord again to tell David a story. Now, 
In this story, the story was meant to confront David about all the wrong decisions he had been making. And these bad decisions all came out of the temptation and the wrongs that David did. Do you remember the story about Bathsheba? And do you remember David looked upon her, wanted her? She was a married woman. And he even went so far as to set it up to have her husband killed so he could have her. You see, this, this, this whole incident that David went through, what the decisions that he made, the Lord did not approve of it at all. In fact, it made the Lord really angry. And so the story that Nathan was sent to tell really was a way. It, now, I want you to see this. This is a strategy that the Lord used for Nathan to tell David and to set David up for repentance. And so you have to also remember, too, that Nathan is under the hand of the king. Now, the king at that time could put anybody to death. I mean, anybody could come in there and David, uh, David could say, I don't like what you're just saying to me right now. And he could put him to death. So Nathan was, was in a very interesting place in all of this. But Nathan did what the Lord told him to do. And he went and he told the story to David. And the story infuriated David. And he made a strong statement. And he said, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. Now, this is where the risk becomes really, really strong because, I mean, Nathan looks at him and he said, you are the man. That's the risk. I mean, wow. What happens then? Is David going to accept it or is David going to have Nathan killed? See, this is, this is what we have to really consider here. And so what we know is that when Nathan did that, he addressed David's behavior. He accused him of despising the word of the Lord. He informed him of the consequences of his actions. And all in all, that risk was so high for the Lord. But the Lord intervened and David became convicted and confessed his sins. He went before the Lord and he just confessed them. But what happened, as we know from this story, is that his son was taken from him. And I find this, you know, a lot of people say this is really difficult, but, you know, to understand some of this, because the son didn't do anything wrong, why did the Lord take the son? See, there's risk in some of the consequences that we do. Isn't that correct? And so sometimes when we confront, there is going to be consequences of somebody's behavior may not be yours, but it may be the one that you're confronting. So what happened is the David understood the consequences of his behavior and he's made this statement. He said, I will go to him, meaning my son one day, but he cannot return to me. And he got up, he ate, he got dressed, he comforted his wife Bathsheba, and she later gave birth to Solomon who was the son that God had planned to build the temple. See, loss can occur in confrontation. And loss can occur sometimes after we confront as well. And so we need to be ready 
if, if you're in a dangerous situation, you may end up having the loss of something in that journey, in that confrontation. And I want you to consider that. But I also know that it may be dangerous for you to stay in those situations. It was dangerous, actually, for David to continue on in the path that he was going because he would not have been a good king. And the Lord might have really given him more uh, consequences as a result of it. But I want to focus in here on what Nathan did. God told him to tell him a story. You see, it's another plan. So when we confront, there's various ways that we can confront that are very, very effective. God may use, uh, call us and instruct us to use these various methods to get our point across because he knows exactly what is needed to reach the individual we need to confront. We have a God who is active and alive right now. He has all authority in heaven and on earth. Matthew 28, 18 tells us that, but it also goes on and tells us that we can be sure of this, that he is with us always, even to the end of the age. He will guide you. He will direct you. But please consider there is always a risk involved and can take into consider that risk. Think, of, think before you go and confront and uh, allow the Lord to really go before you and he will protect you and he will turn things around for you.